0: everybody welcome to the power of authority spotlight where we shine the light on entrepreneurs business owners founders and leaders that are doing things to build businesses and make a difference along the way and our guests today we're going to be talking about operations and i can't wait to dive in but first this episode is brought to you by performance publishing performance publishing provides done for you publishing services for first-time authors and everyone has a story every story matters but when you take what you know You get it in a book. It is one of the best business cards you will ever have and one of the easiest ways to grow your authority. So if you're interested in learning more, grab a free strategy call at performancepublishinggroup.com. That's performancepublishinggroup.com. Well, Let me introduce you to Donna Dubey, She is a Certified Director of Operations, Business Growth Strategist, and host of the CEO Amplify podcast. She works with established online service-based business owners who are ready to make a bigger impact and maximize their profit. She's passionate about helping business owners work smarter, not harder, escape the hustle, and grind culture which I love that, and go from stressed out to confident CEO. With several years of experience in project planning and strategic growth planning with six and seven-figure businesses, she has seen the momentum that can happen in a business when the CEO leverages their time, talent, and tactics. So we're going to dive right in. Welcome to the show, Donna. Thank
1: you. So happy to be here, Michelle.
0: Well, I'm excited to have you because as a CEO, I mean, I'm always looking to leverage my time, talent, and tactics. So I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about that. So what exactly do you do to help business owners, CEOs to better leverage all of this?
1: Yes, yes. So really it starts with being intentional and purposeful with our time and believing that we are the CEO of the business. So many solopreneurs that I run into or that I work with, even if they have a couple of people on their team, they don't really think they're the CEO because they look at Microsoft, they look at Nike. They'll get Apple and say, well, I'm not like them. Definitely, you're not like them. You don't have a board of directors. You don't have VPs reporting to you, but you're still the CEO because you're still responsible for the strategy and the vision, right? Where's this business going to go in the next year, in the next three years, in the next five years? That's got to come from you. No team member is going to bring that to you. And so that's why I insist that you are still the CEO, even if you have a small team, even if you just have a couple of contractors. And so being able to really leverage your time so that the time you're spending in your business is really focused on that CEO level work rather than the day-to-day operations being stuck in the weeds.
0: For sure. And I think, I, I mean, speaking for myself, I know I've struggled with that. I know so many small business owners have struggled with that because on one hand, you start the business, you feel like you're supposed to do everything and you do in the beginning, but then you do have to step away and you know, like we've all heard work on the business, not in the business. So how, what are some tips and some things that you could share to help people be more intentional with their time?
1: Yes. Yes. So I want to share just a quote by James Clear. He's one of my favorite authors, but this I think really resonates with me and hopefully it does with your listeners. But he says that the myth is that there isn't enough time. There is plenty of time. There isn't enough focus with the time you have. And so you win by directing your attention toward better things. So let me ask, sit and imagine what your day is going to be like tomorrow. You wake up, maybe you have a morning routine, do breakfast. If you have kids, maybe you send them off to school. You open your laptop. Where do you start? Do you go to your inbox? Do you go to your Instagram messages? Do you go to Slack? All that is coming at you. It's other people's demands and things they want from you. Mm. But what about the priorities you have for your day? for your week, for your business. Those are going to get pushed aside if we start our day with reacting to everyone else's demands. And so I always encourage my CEOs to have three priorities you want to do for the week and have time blocked out in your calendar to have those done. And so you know exactly when you start tomorrow, yep, my inbox might have 35 messages, but that can wait an hour, an hour and a half while I focus on doing what my priority is, right? You know, before getting into business, I was in healthcare and in the ICU for a number of years as a nurse. And I like to say that in business, there's not very many things that are really life and death. A broken link, someone wants customer service, yes, but that can all wait. Do you
0: right? have a solution for? So that first thing in the morning, and I think that's, that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is where most of us just get kind of sucked in. And I mean, I can have the best of intentions. I have a, you know, my, my, my project management tools and I have my goal setting tools and all that, but yet you can start an email and then look up and it's hours later. So do you have some, like a program or, or platforms or things that you recommend people go to first, uh, or is this just like notes on your, you know, your to-do list?
1: No, I like to um, have what I call a CEO power hour. So, this is one hour that you dedicate each week. It doesn't matter the day or the time. Personally, I like to choose Monday morning, but you can do it Sunday night. You can do it Friday afternoon when you finish work. The day and time doesn't matter. What's most important is that you have the same time each and every week, and that time is non negotiable. So, it doesn't get moved, it doesn't get replaced unless there's, you know, a life tragic thing going on, right? But treat it like an important sales call that you would in your business. Mm. And what you do in this CEO Power Hour is really doing some reviewing, some reflecting, and setting up what your top three priorities are for the week. What do you as business leader need for the week? What does your team need for the week? And then communicating that. So we're going to be reviewing, you know, Am I still getting new people into my world? Because marketing is a thing. Like we can't just ignore it, right? We can't drop that ball. So am I getting new people in my world? How is my revenue going? You're going to have a few metrics that you're going to want to be tracking on a consistent basis because you don't want to set goals in January and end up in March or June and be like, oh, I'm so far off from where I should be because we weren't looking at it and we weren't tracking it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you notice my revenue is down this month, what can I do? well maybe i could do a flash sale maybe i can reach out individually to a few people who are you know interested before in my in my world and so being able to keep track of that and sort of make the snowball stay small before it grows too big makes a huge difference so reviewing those metrics reviewing what are my goals so we got big 12 month goals break those down into 90 into monthly goals and then what do i need to do this week to reach my goals mm. You know, because I look at goal setting, like running a marathon, really, it's not about, <laughs> you know, get once and done, right? It's each step you take gets you closer to the finish line,
0: right? You have to break it down. It's like, it's like that saying, how do you eat an elephant? Well, one bite at a time, Don't mm-hmm. you, you set a goal, a huge goal and expect to get it done in a week or a day or, you know, even a month. So it's like, what are those little, little steps you can take, but then tracking them, measuring them, all of the metrics that you're talking about. Yes you work with with CEOs. I mean obviously sharing this knowledge and all that but but specifically what do you do to to help somebody who's like help I mean this is something I'm struggling with.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I would say in general when people come to me they have a successful business. They you know, built it to a certain level. They have a few team members, they want to grow more, but they're feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. So they're working 24/7, way more hours than they want to be. They don't feel confident leading and managing The team they have, Mm. and they're not 100% sure, you know, is this the right move? Am I going in the right direction? Is this really working? And so I like to work with them one on one to be able to say, okay, one piece at a time, where are the bottlenecks? You know, if we do have to hire, do we have a budget? Are we hiring the right people in the right seats? Who do we currently have on our team? Because many times we may have a goldmine there and we didn't tap into it. Mm. Um, And so, really, you know, Digging into those things one by one and saying, okay, how can we help you leverage your time, your talent, and your tactics so that you can grow to the next level without working 24-7? Because I've been there. I've done that, (laughs) right? And so when I started my business, I really enjoyed what I was doing. I was working continuously. For me, it was all great. But my family was saying, mom, you know, where are you? I I was saying, yeah. Can we have any time together? What's what's happening? And so for me, things were fine. But obviously, I was on a one way track to burnout. And it did take my family to say, listen, something has to change. We can't keep doing this. Mm. And so I really had to take a step back and say, how can I grow this thing that I really enjoy without losing you know, my family, my relationships, and ultimately my sanity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, really stepping back and reviewing and looking at how am I spending my time? Mm-hmm. You know, I like to think of all the tasks in the business can fit into just two buckets, maintenance and growth. Mm-hmm. And so maintenance tasks are those things that need to get done. Mm-hmm. Our admin, our customer service, fixing a web page, setting up social media, bookkeeping invoicing, payments, all that kind of stuff has to happen. But I always encourage my CEOs to question, does it have to be you, right? Then those growth level tasks, these are where the goldmine is for you in growing your business and where you're gonna see that biggest return on investment. So your partnerships, your networking, your teaching, your masterclasses, your webinars, getting in front of other people's audiences, those are things that you as CEO are not going to be delegating or automating. Those are things you have to do. And so the higher the revenue we want to achieve, the more time we want to be spending in those growth level tasks.
0: Oh, okay. I like how you put it because a lot of times, right, we do get pulled into some of the maintenance things because especially like in my business as a, having a publishing company, I think of maintenance or even operations as Our clients, people that we're serving, and we have to make sure that we're doing all of the things that we, um, but I learned to also through the years that I don't have to do all of that. I need to hire the right people who can manage that process. But but keeping it for a CEO to always be focused on the growth part of it is really key. And I think that's where I've seen, and I've talked to a lot of CEOs that small business owners, they don't want to do that part. You know, they're like, I, I, I just want to do what I like to do. I don't know that I want to be the salesperson. I don't want to be the person out there, but, but really you're driving the growth of the company.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. And, you know, sometimes you have to think it outside the box in terms of what the task is. So I'll just give this podcast as an example. There are certain pieces of this podcast that Michelle has to do, right? She has to show up live here. She has to be interviewing. She has to be prepared. She doesn't need to do the editing. She doesn't need to make the social media graphics that go with it. And she doesn't need to be sending it out on social and email and all of that. So you can very easily look at a bigger task, a bigger process and divide up, okay, what do I, what's my piece as business leader? And what can I delegate or automate? Because the truth of the matter is if we're automating, that's like delegating to a machine instead of a person, right? Um, And so really looking at that and saying, okay, what pieces can I divide up? because if all Michelle has to do is prepare and show up, that makes it a lot easier than doing all the other pieces around it.
0: Yeah. And there's so much freedom in that. And I've learned this through the years that, you know, because in the beginning I was doing everything Mm -hmm. and I was burning out and, and, but realizing like where my strengths are and what I'm, I enjoy doing versus, you know, what somebody else enjoys doing or, or what their genius is. And so um, letting go is a big part of a CEO's job, too, which isn't yes. always easy to do.
1: It isn't always easy. No. and I, I mean, for those of you listening, if you're like, well, I'm kind of creative. and you know, I like getting in canva and playing and making images, right? And that's all fine. I'm not saying get rid of that completely. But we have to analyze how much of your week are you doing that? And are you putting other things aside and not getting to them because you're doing this thing? And so really sometimes we have to present the objective data. I remember working with a client once and she was bound and determined. She wanted to do, do the images in Canva. And so I said, okay, I want you to track how much time in the week you're spending doing that. So it worked out to about five hours a week. She was playing in Canva. So I'm like, okay, what's your hourly rate that you would charge a client X amount. Okay, multiply that by the five hours. So now you've cost yourself that amount of money just to make images. Wow. Whoa. Okay. I'll get Sally on my team to do it, right? (laughs) Because it just becomes very obvious then. So not that you can't play in Canva. Sure, go ahead. But have those limits, have those boundaries and make sure that that CEO work is getting done. I love this.
0: And it's so important. So important. Um, So you mentioned uh, before our show, we, we were talking a little and you mentioned ops in your pocket. And I said, I love that title. Tell us what that is. What is, what exactly is that?
1: Yes. So I find many businesses, you know, on the front end, it's what I call their marketing. So that's like the front of the house where your grass is, the nice flowers are, and everything looks good. The back end of the house where, you know, you might have the door to let the dog in and the muddy boots, that's your operation side. And for many business owners, we do a lot of time focusing on our marketing end. And as we start to grow, our back end isn't prepared as the foundation to support us. So we don't have systems and processes in place. Our team, if we have a team, isn't fully autonomous. They're not exactly sure how they should do it. They end up coming to the business owner, asking a lot of questions um, over time, right? And so we need to make sure we have that operations foundation set up and it's strong so that we have rinse and repeat systems in place. Our team knows exactly what to do each and every week for whatever the tasks are. And we're not reinventing the wheel every time a new, a new thing comes up. Right. And so operations in your pocket is, or ops in your pocket is a strategy session that I offer um, to really get down to, okay, what are those bottlenecks? What are those things that are really keeping you up at night and driving you crazy right, right. now in your business? And how can we strategize and find a way to get past those? And so it's a 90-minute session where we really dive deep into what those areas are and what we need to set up in place. And then when you leave that session, you have an action plan on how to go forward and implement the the strategies that we talked about. So really helpful. Some come saying, I think I'm ready to hire, but I don't know. Okay, let's look at the budget. Let's look at what that person would do. Let's look at who's on your team currently. Or I'm really having trouble delegating. Or I don't really know about SOPs. What in the world do I do with those? And so it really depends on the angle, but really that back end of the house is what we're dealing with. I love it.
0: And they can get those calls uh, set up through CEOamplify.ca, correct?
1: Yes, that's correct. That's my website, yeah. Okay, perfect.
0: Well, I, in wrapping up, I just want to ask, so as you're a business owner and the, the show is called The Power of Authority. You can't spell authority without author, but there are other ways to build your authority besides having books. So I'm curious, what is working for you? What is helping you to grow your, you know, your, the the growth side of your business?
1: Yes. Yes. And I'm glad you asked because as an operations girl, marketing is not my favorite. I'll be honest with you. I'm probably the laziest marketer out there, but I know I have to do it. And so what I found that's really helped me get, you know, my word out there and my authority out there is my podcast. So it's CEO Amplify um really been able to provide value and do some teaching and you know even though you're not seeing the people you really do feel like you're connected with your audience um so that's really helped and the other piece is is doing just this getting in front of other people's audiences and sharing and yeah. being willing to you know give value and give tips and tricks that really help people move forward
0: oh i totally agree that's something <clears throat> i get asked this all the time too and and yes we help people with their books but i always say it doesn't stop at the book i mean that's just one one way to get your message out but i'm a big believer in podcasting and and using this avenue so i love seeing other people doing the same which is awesome so well donna i am so excited i have taken lots of notes here and i am excited about what you're doing and and again for those of you who want to take advantage of the ops in your pocket and and learn a little bit more about how donna and her team can help you with your operations go to ceoamplify.com CA. And any last parting words that you would give to those listening who are running a business or feeling overwhelmed? And
1: yeah, yeah. So another quote um, by Brian Tracy that I, you know, try and keep front and center is that one hour in planning saves you 10 hours in implementation, right? So doing that CEO power hour really will set up your week for success.
0: I love that. I'm definitely going to make sure my power hour is scheduled every week. I think it is. But then something's always some get in the way. So I'm going to make sure it's consistent. So thank you again so much. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and being on the show. And uh, I, I can't wait to get to work on
1: some of these things you suggested. Thank you, Michelle. It's been fun.
0: All right. Well, that's it for our show today, everybody. Hope you took some notes. I know operations is not fun for all of us. So you know, taking a look at that, setting up some some time, doing that CEO power hour and spending that time to review, reflect, and then set priorities is really the, the key for all successful uh, business owners, CEOs. and And if you're in your business because you love it, then now is the time to get the systems in place so that you can do even more of what you already love. We'll see you all next time on the Power of Authority Spotlight. Thanks, everybody. listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or Prince.com and follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for
1: listening and we'll see you next time.